I want to talk to you tonight from the 44th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Listen to verse 24 through 26. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, your Creator. I am the Lord who made all things. I alone stretched out the heavens. Who was with me when I made the earth? I expose the false prophet as liars and make fools of fortune tellers. I cause the wise to, go, uh, to give bad advice, thus proving them to be fools. But I carry out the predictions of my prophets. By them, I say to Jerusalem, people will live here again. And the towns of Judah, you will be rebuilt. I will restore your ruins. The prophet Isaiah here, <clears throat> under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, prophesies a promise that is given by the Redeemer, the, the Creator, the one who has made all things. It is the promise of restoration. I've titled this little thought tonight, that's the promise of restoration. Now, just so that we all understand, at this point in time, uh, Israel, because of their continued disobedience uh, to God, uh, not heeding the words of the prophet that God has sent over and over again, were now in bondage. Uh, they were taken uh, into captivity to, to Babylon. And their current situation was in ruins. The city of Jerusalem was in ruins. But we find here the promise of restoration where God promised to restore their ruins. The prophet Joel also echoed this promise in Joel chapter 2, verse 25, in a somewhat different way. But he says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Again, the, the promise of God, the prophetic promise of God is that he would restore that which had been taken away, that which had been lost, in other words. And uh, tonight, I want to talk to you about this incredible prophetic promise, the promise of restoration, because I am fully aware that tonight, some of us, our lives are in ruin. Now, it could be that our life is in ruin because we've made some bad decisions. It could be that we have in that place where we've been disobedient to God, and out of our continued disobedience to God, we've made some terrible decisions that have brought ruin into our life. It's brought ruin into our marriage. It's brought ruin into our financial situ situation. But I'm also aware that ruin can come to you even though you're in the right place before God. You could be making all the righteous decisions. You could be led by the Holy Spirit. And yet, 
circumstances in your life could be such that, hey, I, I was doing well on my job, I was a great worker, but now because of COVID-19, uh, uh, my whole company has shut down, I can't find work, this is nothing that you did wrong, it's just a situation that's developed as a result of this pandemic, and so you might find yourself in a place of financial ruin, something that you had nothing to do with. But I realized tonight that whether it's due to sin or not, the loss that we are dealing with, the ruin that is upon our life, or upon our marriage, I want you to hear the word of the Lord tonight. I want you to hear what your Redeemer is saying, your Creator, the one who has made all things. He is declaring that restoration is coming. Restoration is coming where God has promised, I will restore your ruins. I, I will restore the physical blessings uh, that you have lost. That's what the Bible, if you find yourself in that place where you are in financial difficulty, I, I, I wanted you to hear the word of the Lord. Don't hear uh, Pastor Carlos's promise, hear the promise of God, the prophetic promise of God. Uh, in his great mercy, in his grace, God is promising to restore, to, to give back the, the years that we have lost, to give back to us the things that we feel are gone forever. We serve a God it's that, that can do phenomenal things, incredible things, miraculous things. It is an easy thing for God to restore everything that we have lost. That doesn't take anything for God. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He's made all things. And so God is promising tonight that he's going to restore us the physical blessings and he's going to restore the spiritual blessings that we have lost. I'm holding on to this promise for us as a church the spiritual blessings that we've lost is every time we have a brother or a sister who walks away from the Lord, that's a loss to the family of God. That's a spiritual loss to us. And I'm believing God tonight and standing upon this promise that God is going to restore the ruins. I believe God is going to uh, send out his word and there's going to be a call in the spirit to do every wayward brother, every wayward sister. Do you have a wayward loved one? Believe God with me that he is going to restore the years that the locust has eaten. He's going to restore the backslider. He's going to bring him home that his house might be put back in order, that his house might be filled if, uh, with those that were once wayward, but now have come home. We're talking about God bringing about restoration. You may feel that your marriage is on the blink of divorce and there's no hope of it being repaired. That things could never be the way they used to be. We serve a God that can restore marriages. We serve a God that can restore broken relationships, relationships that have been ruined by words that have been said that should have never been said, things that have been done that should have never been done. I will restore your ruins. That's the word of the Lord here for all of us here tonight. Now, for your part and my part, Isaiah chapter 49 Verse 33 says this, 
Those who hope in me, this is God speaking to you and I tonight, those who hope in me will not be disappointed. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. The word hope there in the Hebrew is to have not just a holy expectation, but having that holy expectation to the measure that we wait patiently. See, there are times where we have hope, but it's more of a humanistic hope where I hope something that God moves. I hope God does that. But then we turn right around after having said that and we try to work that thing out. We don't wait patiently for God to move. We try to move on our own and try to bring about the thing that we're hoping that God does. But when we have a, a, a hope that is birthed in the spirit of God, then it produces that patience in us where we are waiting patiently for the promise to be fulfilled, the promise that God has made. For God has never, ever failed on any one of his promises, and he never will. Amen? And so tonight, we're talking about the promise of restoration. For our part, we have to put our hope in the Lord to wait patiently for the restoration in Romans, it says this, in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a great prayer the Apostle Paul prayed for the Roman Christians. He is praying uh, to, to the Lord. He said, he is the source of hope. He is the one that pours out his spirit upon our life and gives us hope. And he said, it is my prayer that as I go to the God of all hope, that he will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Tonight, I want to encourage you to trust in the Lord, to put your hope in God. I'm not putting my hope in the government. I'm not putting my hope in the vaccine. I thank God for all of those things. I'm not putting my hope, uh, my, my financial uh, uh, security in banks or, or in my investments or whatever they might be. Listen, I am putting my trust in Jesus Christ because no matter what goes on physically, if I put my trust in the Lord, if the eyes of my heart are fixed on him and I wait expectantly with him, he will never fail me. But listen, if you put your trust in me, I will fail you. If you put your trust in another human being, you may find yourself one day sorely disappointed because we're human beings and we, we have, we're, we're prone to failure. We're prone to letting people down. So tonight, don't put your hope in me. Don't, put your hope in the word of the Lord. Put your hope in, the, in this prophetic word, uh, this promise from God to restore and, and trust in that, that no matter what you see with your eyes physically what's going on, no matter what you hear with your physical ear about what's going on around you, what's going on in the family, what's going on in your, in your marriage, uh, put your trust in God. And here's the evidence that you have done that. There will be a joy and peace. 
There will be that inner joy, that holy excitement to know that God is in control. I have entrusted this situation in God's hands. And so it doesn't matter what I see physically around me. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what I hear. I, I am full of joy. I'm excited because this is in the hand of Almighty God, my Redeemer and my Creator. And the joy of the Lord will be your strength and his peace. As the Philippians says, well, that passes all understanding. It'll guard your heart and your mind. You'll, you won't be troubled in your spirit because you know that the one who has promised to restore has taken control of the situation. And now as a result of that, we will overflow with this confident hope, not through some emotional workup. Notice, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. There is a big difference when we have human hope and hope that has been birthed through the power of the Holy Spirit. Human hope wavers. One day I expect something. One day, today, I'm hoping that this is going to happen. I have a great expectation, but because I don't see it tomorrow, I've given up. I'm, just, I'm in despair. I'm, in, I'm sad. But the, the, the hope that is birthed by the power of the Holy Spirit, trusting God and waits patiently for him, knowing he is incapable of failing on his promises. Pastor Jason, if you would come back up and help me in the keyboard tonight. I'm not sure where you're at tonight. What part of your life may be in ruins? Maybe it is your marriage. Maybe it's a, a, a family dispute that has gone out of control and you, and you just can't fix this thing and you don't see a way for it to be repaired. And you believe that it's now irreparably torn apart. Maybe it's a financial situation. As I mentioned before, it might be a situation that you find yourself in that you just financially are ruined right now. And you have no hope for tomorrow. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. Even if you're in that place, because you've made some bad decisions on yourself. You've been disobedient to God. The word that God has put in my heart for all of us here tonight demonstrates the incredible depth of his mercy. That even if we're in ruins because we made bad decisions, he's still coming in mercy and saying, I'm going to restore. I am going to restore that which has been ruined. And the years that you have looked at as lost I'm going to recover them for you and restore you to the place where my glory will be demonstrated in your life I want to pray for all of us in a moment that God would help us today as we trust in him that he will fill us he who is the source of hope will fill us with this overflowing, confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit.